Today, I want to give you over a not shyach yisoyed. Unbelievable yisoyed. Okay? You ready? You ready? Okay. So like this. Most people, when it comes to thinking about tshuva, okay, they feel that tshuva is a very painful place to be. Because in tshuva there's remorse, there's a rude awakening to your reality, to who you are. You focus on your weaknesses. Uh, you're forced into a position to have to make changes, right? It's not a fun place to be. It's something you have to do. You have no choice. You know, it's uh, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. You have to do tshuva. It's a Your entire kapor is dependent on it. Your life is dependent on it. So it's something that's very uncomfortable and something you're not looking forward to, but something that you need to do. And it's a very painful place. Today I'm going to show you that tshuva process is actually very refreshing, very empowering, very uplifting. I'm going to show you that. And you'll see a different perspective on tshuva. It's true that there is self-awareness there. And it's true, there is charata, deep remorse, and there's boishti, velichamti, and there is things there, you know, and it uh, kind of, you know, creates for you a necessity to start making changes in your life, which is not fun, which is not, not something, you know, you were naturally lazy, and we want to go on the path that we've been always going on, but at the same time, tshuva could be a place of unbelievable uplifting feeling and empowering and feeling unbelievable from tshuva. And I'm going to explain to you why. It's based on what we learned yesterday. And you'll see the amkis, okay? Yesterday we said a yesoid from Masil Sisharm with the maral. What did we say? We said that Masil Sisharm says the basis, the foundation the ingredient of harata is harata creates akiras harata. What does it mean? It creates akiras harata, which ultimately results in akiras harata and akiras hamaiser. Right? That's what comes out from the akiras harata. So the way we were yesterday in the maral is a very unbelievable thing. It's mamish amkis. What happens? A person starts to think about his behaviors, right? And he realizes that his behaviors are so not him. They're so not him. He acted achzoriistic. He acted low. It's not me. The real me is a nice person, is a giving person, is a humble person. That's the real me. His behavior doesn't really match me doesn't fit me, right? So how does the Akira Sarotzen work as Akira Samaisa? So the, the way the Maral was Mazbe is that you really have two parts of yourself. The real self, and then the part which is like the Yetzirah manipulating you, right? The real self is a guy who wants to do the right thing in life. That's your Neshama. Your Neshama is pure. Your real self is like an innocent child who is pure. That's the real self. The real self is humble. 
The real self is giving. You have all the milers of Hashem. That's the real self. And that's our real ratzon. Ritzonenu las is That's my real ratzon. And even at the time that I was sinning, and I thought that my will was to do whatever behavior I was doing, that wasn't the real me. At that time, that was the influence of the Yetzirah, putting thoughts into my mind, manipulating me, scamming me, working me over, right? That was him. So when I come to that realization that it was so not me, I go back to that Misa, and I say, that was so not me, and therefore the real me doesn't want that. So how do we look at your behavior, says the Yaristava, says the, the morale. We look at your behavior as if you were being forced. Oynes. Bashar's Maisa looked like that was your real will. That was your Ratzon. So therefore, if that was your will, fine. We'll be Mesiachas the Maisa to you. We'll say that it's your doing. But if I go back in time, and I say that's not my real will. My real will is not to do that. I was being scammed. I was being forced. I was being manipulated. I was being, I was in a trance. It was a Ruach Shkos that went into me. Right? And therefore, I don't want that. That's so not me. So then we look at it as if you were being forced. And if you're being forced, if a guy does the Avera Ba'inis, then we're not Mesiach, it's the outcome to him. Right? That's the Allah Ba'inis. That's what we explained in Mesiach Zashon based on Ma'aral. Yesterday, I found this Mafurish in the Sefer Ha'ikrim. Rabbi Yosef Albo, with that Sefer has all the fundamentals of Hashkafa in that Sefer. And he, I saw it brought down, I didn't see it inside the Sefer Ikrim, but I saw it brought down, that the Sefer Ikrim says, the gather of Harata is, that when you go back and you have Harata, we don't look at it as a Maisa Baratzen, we look at it as a Maisa Ba'inus. Okay? And then I remembered an unbelievable medrash that the Yaris Dabash, Ba'inus and Ibishitz, talks about, in three or four places in the Sefer, different droshes that he gave. And the Medrash is Mamish saying this word. Okay? You want to hear the Medrash? Unbelievable Medrash. Obviously, the Yaris Devash has a wild arichas on it, because that's what he does. And he brings in Shas and Poiskin, because that's what he does. But we'll get the actual word. Okay? And maybe you look it up yourself and you'll read it. Okay, it's in a few places. I'm reading one of the places that he brings it. There's a beautiful piece in Yaris Devash, which in general we should learn. It's in Drush Aleph, in the first Joshua. And over here he explains the Amidah. Okay? Explains the Amidah. So in the middle of the Bracha of the Lamalshinim Altitikva, Aminim Lamalshinim, the Yaris Devash brings down a Medrash. Okay, listen to this Medrash. This is a Medrash in the Sefer of Medrash called Tana de Be'elio. Miyuchas Le'elio Hanavi. Okay? This is what he says. Biyom HaKippurim. On the day of Yom HaKippurim, the day of atonement, the day of cleansing. Notel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How does it work? How does the Kapora of Yom Kippur work? Watch the lumbus coming out over here, guys. How does it work? How does we get kapor on Yom Kippur? How does it work? Noitel HaKadosh Baruch Hu Avonot Yisrael Hashem takes all the sins of the Jews Vinotno Vinotnam And He takes all of them 
Al Saroshel Esav, and he puts them all onto Esav. He says it's not their fault, it's your fault. What did I do? And then he goes on, basically, he's gonna explain all the pratum of the magic, but the point is, basically, how do we get out of our sins on Yom Kippur, says the as Hashem says, it's not their sin, it's your sin. And he's having a back and forth with the Satan, and the Yitzhahara. Because they're trying listen, we and the Hanami, Maybe we came down and tried to entice the Jews. But at the end of the day, it was their decision. It's what they wanted to do. Right? And Hashem says, no. It's not what they wanted to do. You forced them. They were forced into that position. Therefore, it's not Messiahist to him, to them. It goes to you. To the one who forces. It means if you put a gun to a guy's head and you make him do an Avera, so who did the Avera? The guy who did the Misa? Or the guy with the gun? The guy with the gun. He used the other guy to do the Avera. That guy was like a keli in his hand to do the Avera. But you can't misyachas the Avera to the guy. You have to misyachas it to the one who's forcing, right? So this, again, before we go deeper, exactly what we said in Mesil Sisharim yesterday, exactly what we said from the Maral, exactly what we said today from Yosef Albo, Seifa Ikrim, that every Misa that a person does who did it? You or the Yitzhahari used you? How do you look at it? How do, how do you done up? How do you done up a Misa, right? Do you done it up as it was you did it? Yitzhahari only brought it in front of you. He explained to you why it's worth it for you. He, he we made a nice uh, salesman. But at the end of the day, it was your decision. So you made the Misa. You made the Misa, so you're responsible for the outcome of the Misa, right? Or do you look at it? No. I'm not interested in doing this. And you manipulated me. You forced me. You coerced me. You did whatever you can in your hands. You basically forced me. So if you forced me to do the Misa, then who did the Misa? The Yitzhara did the Misa. And then when Messiahah said to him, when Messiahah said to him, we put it on his head. And the Medrash is saying on Yom Kippur, how do we look at it? Hashem says, Yetzirah, you did it, they were forced, they didn't do nothing wrong. Pelotikazach. Which is really what we're saying is Charata. When we have Charata, we say, what's the real me? What's the real Jew? The real Jew is Ritzoneinu Lassus Ritzadach. That's the real Jew. The real Jew is pure. The real Jew is innocent. The real Jew is holy. The real Jew is a Ben Melech, is the son of the king. He's a different, he's, he's an unbelievable person. What's going on in our various? Golas, Shibut Malchias, Yetzahara. And then what happens is, we look at it as if all this outside stuff is not you, you were forced. So obviously, the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur process is identifying with the true self. That's really what it is. If we, with our avoider, can identify with the true self, the true me, my true Ritzonot, I realize that who I am. I'm not what the Yitzhara scammed me to think I am. If I could come to that level of clarity, then Hashem does His thing. He jumps in, 
And he says, you see, this is what they are. They're good people. They come on Rosh Hashanah. They come on Yom Kippur. They, they, they have Harata. They mamluch the Ebishter. So you see, this is the real guy. The true colors are coming out. True colors are coming out. You're the bum. You force them. And therefore, it's out. Now that's a very unbelievable thought. If you think about it, it's a very unbelievable thought. Kaseder, I have people come to me with different issues, right? Some of them have, let's say, tremendous anxieties and worries. Or some people have bad thoughts, bad machshavis, or different things that plague them, right? And the biggest problem is that they think that's them. That's themselves. That's me. That's the real me. And Kolel Avrecha comes to me and says, I'm a faker. Because look, I sit and learn, and then afterwards I go outside and I think like this, and I see like that, and I, so maybe it's not real. What I do is not real, right? What the Yitzhak does is he's trying to change your identity, that you should believe that these thoughts are really you. And these way of approaching, that's the real you. Stealing your identity to make you believe that it's the real you. And when it's the real you, then it's you who wants to do that. Ah, you're learning Gemara. Gemara is fake. That's not the real you. The real you is the stuff that you're doing, right? Because we all have steers. We could come to Shachrit one day and feel close to Hashem, and then we leave the Binyan, and then we act like a, like a behemoth. Right? So you get confused. What's the real me? So Yetzirah wants to, like, kind of trick you. What's the real you? But a person has to realize that the real him is returning to Lassus That's the real him. The thought you're having is not the real you. That's the Yetzirah trying to put that in your brain. So that's a very empowering thing. Because when you know that yourself is very good, but there's forces and there's things that are trying to make you behave differently, then you protect yourself much better. You protect yourself much better because you're going to retain who you really are. So the, the tshuva process, as painful as it was, that you faced the reality that you did something that was no good. But when you come to that harata, nichamti, boishki, when you come to that realization... That that's not what, that's not the real me. That in itself is extremely empowering and uplifting and refreshing to know that you are perfect. You're spotless. It's all external behaviors that were manipulated and put on you from the outside and now you have to be careful from that. And that's why I think, in my opinion, first of all, I think the Rambam is saying this also. Because the Rambam says a chiddush in Hilchish Tshuva, he says, Not only do you have to have charata, not only do you have to make a resolution, you're not going to do the sin again, you also have to be yasir b'machshavtoi, which sounds like a big chumrah. That you have to not even have a taiva for the thing anymore. Right? So that's very similar to the Mesil Sisharim, Ritzayneinu. What's my rotsin? My rotsin is no longer to do that thing, Right? Because the, the, the aside from tshuva is that I chopped who I really are. That's a big thing. I, I identify myself with my reality. Memela, 
the taiva goes away because I know my real self and I understand that this is an external influence from a from a from a Yetzirah or Shimon Malchias or from the Veld trying to dictate to me what I like. Imagine that. Imagine you come to 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 eat here supper and you look at the food and you're like ah uh-uh. ah. And then Harari comes and he try and convinces no you really like it. You think you don't like it, but you really like it, you know? So I manhandle you for everything in life. You understand? You think you don't like Yechabrusi. No, you really like him. You think you don't like your roommate. No, 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 no. You really like him. You can't do anything you think. Only what I think. And I'm going to convince you and manipulate you to behave the way I think. That, and I'm going to convince you that that's how you think. That's how you walk around life. You think you like a nice car? You don't like a nice car. You like to learn. You like to daven. You like to do good things. Somebody convinced you that this is the lifestyle you like. It's not the lifestyle you like. You have no interest in that lifestyle. The etzer. That's a Jew. A Jew has in himself midas. A Jew has in his essence avas Hashem and iras Hashem. So all he has to do is make sure he doesn't get convinced by other people and society and the etzahara that he likes to do something different, right? So it's a very unbelievable, uplifting, and empowering, and gives you back bechira. It's more not shayach, what that gift is. You understand? That's a very important point. And this is my opinion, I believe. That's what Rabbi Yonah says, that you have to have charoto first. And then aziva sachet, and kabbalah la'os, and charoto always has to come first. The first, ikir and truma. Even though some people, I think, mistakenly make a mistake in Rabbi Yoyna, and they say, well, Rabbi Yoyna says, depends. If you chayt al-derech mikra, then you do charata first. If you do al-derech, if you misyatsev al-derech like toy v'tomi, you do aziv v'sachet first. It's true, Rabbi Yoyna says that, but it's two aziv v'sachet. There's a guy who's sinning, he has to stop sinning, obviously. But then he has to go back to charata, and then he has to do the second aziv. It's two levels of Aziva. The Aziva always has to come after the Harata. Why? Because once you have clarity of who you are, then and only then can you pick the right derech in life. You understand? You gotta first get clarity who you are. Okay? Once that's so clear, and once that's so unbelievably clear that you are being forced to behave a certain way, and that wasn't you, that's when you begin a new path, correct? That's a, that has to be. So the shadow is like this. I'm going to bring out a little, little bit more amkisi, okay? The Ramam says, I don't have the Ramam in front of me, but the Ramam says that if a person would do vidui, okay, but not accept upon himself, you want to give me a Ramam, because I want to show you the exact lotion. Mada, Mada, Hilchas Tshuva, right? The Ramam says that if a person would do vidui, but he doesn't have a clear resolution to go in the right path going further. That's going to be tovel v'sheretz biyado. They don't have bad here. No. Okay, so we'll find the lashon later. But I want you to understand this point. Okay, so the Rambam is saying that you, that's called tovel v'sheretz biyado. You went to the mikveh. And you're holding on to the sheretz, and the tefillah doesn't work. Okay? Rebchaim is very busy with this Rambam, Prishkarov. 
the gedder of Toivo Vesheretz Viyodoy, that the Tzila didn't work in the first place. Found it? Beautiful. Okay? Bottom line is, the Rambam says that if a guy does Vidui, but he doesn't do Kabbalah to change going forward, that's called Tovel Vesheretz Biado. Okay? Let's try to understand this a little bit. Because if you were Tovel, it means you were really, really Tovel. You weren't a scam. Because otherwise you're not a Tovel Vesheretz Biado. You weren't even Tovel, right? So it obviously wasn't a scam. Okay, here's the Rambam. Perik Beis Halacha Gimel. Kol Amizvade B'Dvorim. V'loi Goma Believe Boy Lazav. He did a Vidui, but he didn't have Gemar Liboy Lazav. I raise a term of the table for Sheretz Biyodah. She ain't had Tfilo Vayelas at Shiyash Lechasheretz. Okay, now, so what's Vidui? Vidui, the Rambam explained earlier, is such a strong remorse. And you're speaking it out to Hashem. That means that you 100% feel remorse. That's how you're doing Vidra. It's not a scam, because you're a toivot. The only thing you're missing is that, you know, Mechabal Allah's question. How is that possible? If a guy came to such clarity that this is not my thing, this is not me, and the way we explained it with the Mesil Sasharim, it makes Akiris Haratzim. You no longer want to live that way. So try to think into your life. If you ever did something that really, you were busted up that you did it, right? At that moment, you're clear. You're not doing this again. Correct? It's so, you're mavuyish from it. You're nechamti. You're mescharet. It's Akiris Haratzim. So what's lacking? You're not doing it again. So what does the Ramah say? What's the next step? The Territ says the Chidush I want to tell you. The point is, sometimes you do something and you feel really bad about it and it's not me and it doesn't fit me and I'm not, I don't want to do it. But, you didn't come up with a practical plan as to what's going to be your way of responding to the Yetzirah when it happens again. You understand? Some of the guy says, tomorrow I'm for sure coming to Shachrit. I'm done. He came to the Shmuz and Shalashuris. Harari went off on it. Wild. I am for sure coming to Shachrit tomorrow, right? Because at that moment, you're clear, right? So then I tell the guy, I'm gonna make a, I can make a Shmuz on the Sefer that you're not coming to Shachrit. Because you didn't come up with a practical plan and when the Yetzirah comes back tomorrow, what is he gonna, how are you gonna be Miyashiv? When he tries to fool you a second time, how you know you're not going to fall again, right? That's what the Rambam's talking about. That's called the toivel for Sheretz Biyodai. Avadi, you have 100% karata. Avadi, your resolution, Ba'etzim, at the moment, is that you're not doing it again. But it's felt in the Aziva Sachet, if you don't have a plan. Gama Beliboy means I have to have a clear mahalach, how to do it when he comes back again the second time. That's the idea. You understand? But this is the big, big hashkafa that we learned today. We have to stop here. So we caught. Okay.